We are back. Welcome to uh, part two of Justin Salemeyer Photography Podcast with Austin Day. Hi. Um, one of the things that I like most about Austin is um, that he's just like a, a good, content dude and who takes photos. I, I don't, I definitely have never like considered you like a tortured soul. <laughs> And so, uh, which I think there's a lot of guys I know that shoot that are really tortured and that probably makes them make great work, but mm. you're also making great work and you're not, uh, you know, so it, part of the way I do this podcast is we do one kind of an interview of Austin or the, the guest and the second half of the podcast is like, well, what's one thing that this person's particularly good at? So what we want to talk about today is kind of, um, personal fulfillment in photography and kind of shooting, for yourself versus shooting for the client. Um, and probably the, the, the podcast would be a lot more interesting if he and I disagreed on everything, but I think that we actually like both are pretty content guys. It should probably take about five minutes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Okay. Correct. Yep. All right. <laughs> See you guys later. But I want to talk, I just want to jump in a little bit and, and let's talk about, um, uh, you and I both have, style like a, a way that we tend to shoot but honestly I'm like willing to throw it all out the window if a client comes and needs something for me and will pay me <laughs> yeah right so it's like I'm not uh, don't get me wrong I have gone down like the preset train too much here and there and I had like a you know I've had some phases where everything looks you know when Instagram first started it looked a little bit like fake Instagrammy, like poor mm -hmm. poor version of filters but um, I want my work to be known for my ability to shoot kind of any way. Um, yeah. Not that I have one style and then it only fits with certain clients or people. Yeah. yeah, I think especially where we are, I think that's an important thing to do. And like you in the car on the way here, that's what we talked about was like as a wedding photographer you do a little bit of everything some yeah. still life some food some people you have to light it and not you know what i mean so like you've got to know a little bit about most aspects of photography yeah and so then like, which one do you which one do you choose or do you say like this is the only thing i do and this is how i do it and then pigeonhole yourself to like have three clients and shoot for them and then you don't <laughs> shoot anything for five years because they're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't know that, I, I don't think that this is a right or a wrong answer. I think yeah. that this is a like, you as a person, you make a commitment because I know, um, like our buddy Logan pretty much only shoots weddings. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to do anything else. Yeah. And he shoots kind of a certain way. Yep. Most photographers that I know have like a style that this person's either romantic or or even worse like dark and moody or light and airy they kind of make those statements and i think i've made the air initially yeah. of saying well that person's wrong for everything they shoot having a certain vibe but i think that it's a position statement that like there are people that that's the way they see the world and they want it to look like that mm -hmm. and they actually only want to do work mm -hmm. that looks like that um yeah and in some sense, maybe not even, maybe aren't even capable or don't even want to do work that 
is outside of kind of the way they see things. Mm-hmm. I I love the medium of photography, and I like the idea that if I'm shooting for a client and that the look is light and airy, that I do light and airy. Yeah. Or if I'm shooting for a client and the look is like really moody, that then I would shoot moody. So to me, I I don't have like a personal aesthetic that I care about more than. So kind of with that, I'm like bastardizing myself and I'll, I'll literally do any work for anybody mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as it pays. Yeah. But also I'm, I've got three kids and a wife and my wife doesn't work. Well, and so I, think, I have to do kind of any work for money. Well, and I think that like the biggest thing too, that we talk about is there are some jobs you get where you're pumped on it. And there are some jobs you get where like, we'll talk about it and say like, <laughs> great, that was a paycheck. Yeah. Sounds good. Wow. No one will ever wow. see these yeah. besides yeah. the person who put it you know. in the archive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that comes down to like, I think finding personal fulfillment in photography. One thing that I say to myself a lot is like, show what you want to shoot. Yeah. If you're showing stuff, like just because it's what you shot yesterday and it's that stuff that you don't really like, but you're going to perpetuate it. I think the best example of that is when Justin photoshopped T-Rex into a wedding party photo. <laughs> and then he had to photoshop T-Rex into like the wedding party 15 the next after week. that. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, don't, don't show T-Rex don't do something if you don't once want, if you don't want to. Do it again. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think that's really important to, um, in that concept. Are you, okay. So I do want to address this because I think that there are people that I know that wouldn't do it if it worked differently. Okay, oh, uh, here's a better example. I remember meeting with a bunch of photographers at Smoky Row once, mm-hmm. and we asked the question, like, what's one thing you do for your client that just really is like an added benefit that you do uniquely? And one of these girls was like, well, the week of the wedding, I sit down with the client, and we go over every single detail. It's usually like a two or three hour meeting, and I was like, I would not, I want no part of the way that that is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I wouldn't shoot weddings if I had to have a three hour meeting the week of the wedding with the customer to go over every yeah. single thing that they want detailed. If I had to make a shoot schedule where I listed the mom's name and the grandma's name, like I, w- I wouldn't want to do no. any of it that way. So I think that a lot of people are doing the same thing, wedding photos, but how like the joy they find in it is very different. Yeah. Kind of based on, so my in my sales pitch to people I always say that like I'm from a family of engineers so like an engineer this is, this is all part of it I practice this a lot of time. an engineer wants to build a bridge that works mm-hmm. but they want to find a cool way to build that bridge that works mm-hmm. but at the end of the day the bridge has to work where like an artist says like what if we build a bridge yeah. that's over land nobody can go on it and it has no functional purpose but it's like for the sake of beauty yeah so I've always said, like, I am not an art. I'm not a fine art photographer. Mm-hmm. I am a commercial photographer who shoots to achieve a purpose mm-hmm. that I get paid for. But I want to exert creativity in the process of how I do it. For sure. But I'm not... What I love to do is figure out what you're passionate about and then shoot it in a way that you're... Yeah. excited about it yeah and where I like so I get a lot of my personal fulfillment in photography by accomplishing somebody else's purposes mm-hmm. not by doing my own yeah yeah 
that's kind of the way that I've seen it. And I, I, I've never heard you complain about being in a rut of where nothing that you're doing is personally fulfilling. Yeah. But I don't know that you've ever put that weight on photography that it needed to be the place where you're personally fulfilled. Exactly. I don't think that's the spot to find fulfillment, if that makes sense. That's a good point. Because I think that when you do, you either... Okay. So if, if you're shooting for yourself, here I think is where it goes wrong, is that if I'm shooting for myself that maybe in my head I get all these like weird ideas of like what if this shot got really sexual or something like that so then you show up to a shoot especially if it's like a client who's paying you and all your ideas are like weird and trying to take them down this mm-hmm. like you're trying to push this agenda to meet your own needs that isn't what they even want mm-hmm. you know or if and we've all had that where you have a mismatch like I've shown up to a, a session where a newborn session where they're like so what kind of props did you bring and you're like uh, I think you have the wrong photographer. Yeah. I don't do props. I, I don't have a C stand. And... <laughs> yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I don't have the baby put their hands on their face and squish mm-hmm. their cheeks together. You know, it's like I shoot in home. Yep. Lifestyle, natural, yep. newborn photos. Not yep. you know. So we've all had one where like somebody was expecting something different than us, but I I feel like we both watched our friends. Some of our friends who are not internally happy themselves try to find fulfillment with try to find fulfillment through photography and put really weird pressures on their clients. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, you're putting this client in a really stupid spot that doesn't make any sense for them. Mm-hmm. Or you're like over-sexualizing a shoot that doesn't need to be that way because you aren't being fulfilled in that area or something like that. Well, I think that's when we start to bring our own desires to like oh I want to have these images to show people that are going to be like killer and I'm going to get famous and big from this wedding photo that I took you know like once we start to think that way about it you'll never take a good picture right and I think like what you said earlier about just being a yes man I think that's what's most important and kind of talking about like what you were saying you show up to a wedding and they want to have a picture of these random people who you don't know and they want to do it over here in this awful spot like great like we can do that yeah you know what i mean because in the end what they care about when they see that photo is like oh we got that picture that's amazing they aren't going to be like mm, the shadows are a little heavy on that <laughs> because you, we did it in direct sunlight i'm really disappointed that you know what i mean like yeah they wanted that picture and they're super excited to have that picture and I really think that like 99.9% of the time they don't care what it looks like I do you think though like you and I both when we're selling our own services like the thought is like I'll do what you want like that's kind of how we shoot yeah but like the person I can think of and she was on the podcast and I, I love her stuff to death is Anna Jones where I feel, like in my head again I've never hired her to shoot my wedding or you know something like that but I always have felt like Anna shoots what she wants to shoot and so maybe there are times where she, maybe she doesn't deliver the most traditional looking gallery mm. but what she does deliver is like what Anna wants and so you hire Anna because you want what Anna thinks and wants that's so cool but I that isn't how I've run my business and I don't mm-hmm. I don't 
person on a personal level, I don't need to do it that way. I, I don't even know that I would enjoy it that way. I True. want kind of the laud and praise of like doing it the way that somebody else wants it. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, one of my thoughts is that like, if you're listening and you're doing photography and you're getting really burnt out, one of my questions is like, well, are you doing what you want or are you doing what the client wants? And maybe you're doing what the client wants and you're not personally fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're doing what you want and your clients are disappointed in you. And so maybe there has to be like either you have to learn how to sell what you do better or you have to True. like maybe entertain the idea of doing it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. There is yeah. a lot of money out there in photography, but unfortunately a lot of it's in really dumb places. Like I don't want to do, I don't want to put on a 14 millimeter and go shoot the interiors of spec homes, right? you know, or real estate stuff. There's a lot of money in that, but I don't want to make that money or, um, you know, an architect, an architectural photographer who's, you know, you get paid, you know, you, they build a $10 million building so they can afford $25,000 for photos, but it takes six days to get three shots. It's like, I don't mm -hmm. really want to do that work either. Yeah. Um, I do think photography changes pretty dramatically when you support your family with it. I would agree. You always kind of had a side hustle or, you know, you had your insurance from one place or something like that. And me too. And then when I had to do it full time, it's like, I just don't get to say no to that much stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's just hard to not think of that money and be like, yeah, I mean, these attorneys headshots are probably not going to end up on my website, but yep, they exactly. don't blink at, you know, $350 an hour for a headshot. So well, I and that way. Yeah. I think that's, that's the other thing that's important to think about too, is like with photography and why it's such a great profession is that you there aren't there aren't caps there aren't limits necessarily so like being your own boss is difficult at times mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's really great because it's what is it tuesday afternoon i don't even know what <laughs> yeah, day it is yeah. it's tuesday we just ate sushi and we're sitting in our car overlooking right the lake like, on a sunny day yeah and it's not impeding our work and that's great and I can be at home and, um, like help out with my daughter or, you know, all of those different things. It's so good to have that. But also the other nice thing is like, Hey, guess what? There's a bunch of medical bills or we need to like make <laughs> this. There is the opportunity to then go and just search for jobs to really push things and to make that money, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, again, it comes back to, like, if you want to find personal fulfillment within photography, that you won't be able to support a family or support yourself. <laughs> I really not. just don't think so. No, and not all, not, I said this on another one of these, but not all passions are equally rewarded monetarily. Sure. Like, if you love shooting orchids, I don't know that that's ever going to pay that much. Right. Um, right. With With that, okay, so here's a question for you personally, like, what kind of projects or what kind of photography is most fulfilling for you? Mm, that's a great question. I mean, I love fly fishing. I love to shoot while I'm fly fishing. I think I think the stuff that's most fulfilling for me kind of comes back to what we just talked about where it's like 
we're going to shoot what the client needs and wants. So being able to just walk around and take any picture that I want to, that doesn't matter or could be great or could be terrible, and there's just no pressure on it, that's super fun to me. If does mm. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, and that's I think I like shooting film too at home is I usually don't use a light meter. I'm just guessing. <laughs> so I shoot it and then I get it developed and I get it's it back and it's like, yeah, cool. I like it. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, yeah I missed that one. Yeah, things like that. And I think that's what's fulfilling is like those, those sorts of memories. That's the kind of stuff that's super fun to shoot for me. Yeah. And I don't know that like, I don't know that there's a way to make money off of that. Yeah. Because of, like you don't really I can't want people do... to buy a bunch of pictures of your daughter, right? <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> exactly. Like I can't, <laughs> I don't get the fulfillment of those photos by going to someone else's house and taking their family's yeah. pictures. Like, yeah, that's just the thing is when we can look back at photos and just sit on the couch and cry because we just, they were just so fun. Yeah, and it just like invoke some sort of emotion that way. So. I don't know. I think that's the most fulfilling part about it. It's like, cool, taking anything I want to. Yeah. On, especially on film, I would say, and just having that memory. I think for me, um, over the years, I've had a few different people that I feel like mm-hmm. kind of were like my muse, like uh, Anna Chandler or Nathan Bartels. I shot a ton of Nathan Bartels, and it was so fun to shoot Nate because he's, he's just such a beautiful man <laughs> it's very true and I feel like sometimes these people that you work with they kind of teach you how to shoot other people so it's like what I learned in shooting with Anna and then apply to all my brides and kind of that stuff so I think that um, probably the stuff that's been most fulfilling for me has been the fashion-y type projects some mm. of the Salon W stuff like the, the weirder beauty stuff Mm-hmm. where you're kind of exploring and able to slow down because weddings are so fast. Totally. And I don't usually get home from weddings. And I, I think I love kind of the epic moments. I think I, I love epic more than I love like small intimate. Sure. Um, so usually the, the stuff that's most fulfilling is when I'm traveling, mixing traveling with shooting. So, so I travel out with my family. So it's like when I'm shooting my kids in the Badlands or something like that, that was super fulfilling. But also shooting a couple that I took up to the Badlands or the Apostle mm-hmm. Islands or something like that. Yeah. I think that stuff is the craziest. If if it was like the ultimate, like right now is slow season, so I'm like itching to shoot. Mm-hmm. And naturally what I want to shoot is like epic dresses in crazy situations. Like I just want to shoot editorial. Like that's, that's probably most fulfilling. And so kind of the version of it that I have most often is like, that's probably shooting with the makerista. And usually we don't have a lot of accountability. So even if we're shooting for lows, we get to do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. And then she and I kind of challenge ourselves to do something that's weird or crazy or I always want to light it in a weird way that you wouldn't assume or something like that. Sure. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. I think that when you and I went out in the mornings, the morning shoot, like I love shooting things that not everybody else has. Mm-hmm. So it'd be fun, you know, in the middle of summer when everybody's shooting sunset, that we shot sunrise and it was foggy. 
Yeah. So it, it was really fun to shoot something that nobody else, except for, you know, the six of us that were out, had. Yeah. Um, well, I think what's helpful in that, too, is, like, we both have a sense of, like, exploration and being outside and want to go fishing and want to go hunting. And so then we find these cool spots yeah. that no one else knows about because who is going to go walk around public hunting <laughs> ground? Correct, correct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one. And then, sure enough, four or five years later, that spot's <laughs> inundated with people. So I, I think, you know, for us trying to find new spots or different spots is the problem Important is that we're not finding fun. any because so uh, part of living in Des Moines is that you're 10 minutes from being out of town so like this wouldn't work and if we lived in downtown Chicago you couldn't be out of town or something like that right so it, it kind of this way of doing things only works based off of living in the Midwest in a yeah you know, 600,000 person city um we're sitting on top of a dam yeah and we have we both eagles. have cars and things like that yeah so Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say too that like neither you and I have really like found our entire identity in photography. Like I just, I've never been like I'm a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, uh, it's a it's a portion of who I am, and I, I'm embracing it more now than I used to. But like my, I even hate that statement. Oh I'm man. a photographer. My faith, my family. I think who I am as a person, mm. like that's so much better than my yeah. work, yeah, and my photography work. And so, one I, of the ways that I've found fulfillment in photography is by it being supplemental to my life, yeah, and I, not. I think for me, like holding it loosely, yeah, because I've I say it all the time to my wife, jokingly, but like in a serious way, where it's like, hey, if this year it just isn't working out and we like cool i will go get a job <laughs> we'll at nationwide yeah. and we'll answer phones for two years until we figure it out you know yeah, what i mean totally. like i think being able to say that with without feeling like a failure or anything you know what i mean yeah. like sure it's gonna hurt and sure i probably would feel like a failure in some ways but also like hey cool this is what's next and then that is done you know what I mean like we started this episode though like you're not the tortured artist and neither am I Mm -hmm. and so I what I don't want is somebody else to listen to this and feel like they um I I actually can't relate on that Mm -hmm. so I don't I don't have the answer for you if you're like I just crave this so hard I guess the the main thing I would say is that like I I don't think this is the place to look if you're trying to find the answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but what I do know is that it's a, a really fun, amazing thing that you can offer other people. And it's it's good for money. It's good for yep. joy. I mean, yep. like you and I, I've, I've gotten to go to <laughs> but I think it's Italy, good. Switzerland, yeah. South Africa, France. But I also Hawaii. think it's good for joy, not because of like what you do within photography, but like what it allows you to do outside of photography like yeah. be home yeah totally <laughs> like, be home go fishing on a Tuesday when Correct. you're just we've like we've gotten paid ah, to go up and go fishing I mean that's mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think I think that's incredible the the things that it lets you do when you are not taking a photo is yeah. what's most valuable within but, having this this career 
Let's also like make a pretty clear connection because I also think that one reason why you and I have found a lot of joy in it is that we haven't put weird, unrealistic expectations on our social media. So it's like, mm-hmm. I have 6,700 followers. That's nothing. Like I literally, I don't even know how many. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, we don't, we're not trying to play this for like clout. Mm-hmm. I literally, the number that matters the most to me is like money. If I get paid or not yeah. like, yeah. so that that's the number. And that's kind of how I'm going to define success is like, can I, is this sustainable? Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, even this year I'm, at about half of the weddings I booked last year, but pretty close to the same amount of money. So the number that I always have been going for, for I want to shoot 35 weddings a year. What's like, well, I have 21 next year. But I've started charging in a way that that'll make me enough money. So I'm, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So some of those things like the, I am not looking for photography to be this emotional fulfillment, even though it is for me. I'm looking at for it to be a financial fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. And when that's taken care of, then I can figure out how to pursue it. Yeah. To fill other needs. Totally. Um, but it's a, it's a cruel mistress and it's like, it just isn't it. If you're doing it to be cool, I don't know that it'll get you there. And if you're doing it to be famous, I don't know that it'll get you there. But if you can find joy in, the crappy work along the way. Um, I think that th- there's some really beautiful things to it there where it's like, my job is not to, I'm not going to not take on work because somebody is unattractive or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, we always joke that like the goal is to make 400 pounds look like 380 and to make 200 pounds look like 180 and to make 130 look like 120 or, you know, whatever, whatever that is, or just to make people look happy or make people look the way that they want I just to come across. Take the best picture I can of the person that's there. Yeah. That's what I've always said. And I think from the time I figured that out or told myself that, like, that's the point of this, I think a lot of pressure was taken off. Yeah. It starts, for to, sure. it starts to grow there. And, and then it, like, it loses its power over you so you actually yep. can enjoy it. Yep. Because um, I think that was a good way to put it because the more that you try to control it and only take certain pictures the more power it has over you and then you're gonna find yourself a couple years down the road doing things you would never have thought and you probably don't want to be there yeah you know yeah no matter what it is there's a lot of there's a lot of pitfalls i mean there's the someone who's way too trendy there's somebody who becomes a pervert there's somebody who just becomes boring there's somebody i mean there's Mm -hmm. there people that you do it too selfishly and so you alienate all your clients and you end up getting out of it because nobody nobody mm-hmm. likes you. I mean there's just a lot of ways there's a lot of ways to go wrong um, so I think yeah. that to me I, I my mark is like I actually want to deliver what people want <laughs> yeah. to hire me for yeah so yeah I think that the that's the one thing that Lauren and I have talked about is when she was in the world of the magazine um it was uh, the people who were best to work with, photographers that were best to work with are the ones where you say, hey, is, can we do this? Do you think this would look good? And even if you know it's not, they say, yeah, let's try it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that applies throughout the whole world of like, yeah, yeah let's try it. You know yep. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've had a mom that wanted to take photos in front of the altar in full sun. 
Yeah. And you're like, I would, I'll do it. Will you let me shoot over here too? You're like, yeah, let's, let's both do it and then we'll figure it out yep. <laughs> later. Yeah. So, yeah. hey dude, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, Austin, remind us how we can get a hold of you. Um, you can find me anywhere by searching Austin Hyler, which is H-Y-L-E-R. Excellent, man. Hey, thanks for your time. Keep you up, betcha. Dude. Thank you.